The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Kia ora, my name is Toby Manhar. I'm the host of Gone by Lunchtime, a podcast for the spin-off podcast network all about politics and politicians with Annabelle Lee Mather. Kia ora. Kia ora. Ben Thomas. Kia ora. And kia ora to you both. Careering wildly, from the very serious to the very ridiculous. It's not for everyone, but I think you'll love it. Kia ora. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> we do the whole thing from the yeah, start. Yeah, go the whole Gone by lunchtime. Grab one now wherever you get your podcasts. If you love the spin-off and want to support what we do, one of the best things you can do is to let a friend or relative know about us. It costs you nothing, but it means the world to us. Silly mood. (laughs) Wow, I'm sorry. I don't know why three weeks in a row we've done these kinds of podcasts. No, they like it. Get onto the boat. Not over the plank. Walk it. If you step over it, yep. Have a drink. Okay, welcome aboard. Step on the plank. Don't fall off. Leave that in I here. Yeah, leave it (laughs) alone. Shame. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just offering you. You corrected me. I heard your feedback and I've taken it (gasps) on board. Wow, that's good communication. Yachty or nice? Why don't they go with nautical or nice? Much better. Much much better. Okay, so this episode of Below Deck Down Under, episode 12, is titled Yachty or Nice. It should be titled Nautical or Nice. Far out. That's so That's much so better. Much right there. Okay, uh, my name is Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve. We've also got T.I. here. Just grimly <laughs> enduring <laughs> this. Arms, arms folded. folded. Body languages. we got to get the hats on. <laughs> Excuse me. Chuck us the we hats on. We need penguin suits, as it were. <laughs> we need to get in mode. Um... This is the real pod, and we are recapping below deck. I want a Keith Stone suit. I probably need I mean, do a lot of work. We need a mullet wig because what we've learned is you can do so many different characters. You can. Like, a mullet wow. wig is so Whoa. versatile. Where are you going? Okay. Oh, oh. Nice okay, catch. The hats are on. The hats are on. Oh, I've got a bonus. Wow. She has to redo her hair. Okay. All right. Um, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, bitches. Is it Christmas? I don't understand what's happening here in this episode. A chappy loves Christmas. So uh, you make it Christmas. He's done a Christmas album. I know. They were like talking about Christmas Eve and stuff and it, like, as if it was, but it wasn't Christmas time at all, eh? It's no. international waters. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's always Christmas. If you're crossing the international dateline, it becomes a bit unclear. Santa can be there. Okay. I've just discovered. Yeah. In fact, he's like very available outside of high season. Yeah. He's on the Sorry, high seas. I just, I've just discovered that you have to have your oh, headphones over oh, your hat, wow. not under yeah. it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Something to think about. We start off with uh, Jamie on the bridge still having a whinge to the captain about Benny. 
Um, what else happened early on? Uh, we, we reflected on the last episode where Magda was doing quite well. Last episode she did yeah. quite well. Because she flagged the fake tan on the sheets and said, that looks a bit bad. Yeah, yeah. And Aisha went, good job. Good wow. <laughs> Brown good sheets, job. maybe we should change them. <laughs> Aisha's very impressed with her own ability to pull, to pull Magda into line, but I feel like it's foreshadowing. I feel like it won't be long before Magda is on the phone again. In terms of the arc, it's, everyone's just trying to be sort of a semi-competent um, stew slash chef slash boss. <laughs> but who knows whether they'll be able to pull it off. Hmm. Uh, the jacuzzi wasn't cleaned. We're having real issues with this jacuzzi. Yeah. Did you see the floaties in there? What was that? Was it Vaughn? Was it, was it was I re- don't know. Re- remnant Vaughn? No, because the Vaughn got cleaned up episodes ago. This is a whole new floaty. Mm. And some of it, it could be staff floaty. Couldn't it? Yeah, but they spent uh, a lot of time yeah. in there. In fact, they probably spent more time in there than, than anyone else. And it's always at the the wrong end of the night. Yeah. Something about a, a filthy jacuzzi is about the yuckiest thing in the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Why is it that anything that would ordinarily just be sitting somewhere is is nowhere near as disgusting and terrifying as if it's floating towards you in the water, in the mm. warm, like a plaster in the pool? Yeah. Forget the it. A plaster in the pool is so much worse than just a plaster yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Mm. A hair. A hair floating towards you is so much worse than just a hair sitting on a table, for example, or a head. <laughs> what about a hair in a meal? Could be floating. That's the double whammy. In, in a, in floating a in a soup. Oh. Like a oh, French onion no. soup. I think it's, I had that. I think it's, the I think it's too strong. I had it for the first time. What do you think? My dad made it for me. Delicate and delicious. <laughs> really? Wow. That was an amazing quick review. I can imagine. I can sort of see that in italics on a packet of dead soup. <laughs> Like Paul Newman. I'm going to answer my own question about why it's so gross when things are floating. It's because they're coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also they get stuck, you know, they get stuck to you. You can't shake that off. Yeah. That's adhered. But it's also, like, particularly in a jacuzzi, like, it's a, you're basically in a giant bowl of human soap. Mm. You don't have a lot of room to manoeuvre or get away. So. And then there are the jets that are forcing the things yeah. t- towards you. Yeah. 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 Okay, anyway, that's the jacuzzi chat. Um, Jamie's going week. around bitching to, to everyone about Benny. Uh, Brittini's figured it all out, basically. Mm. Jamie can't communicate. Benny's a little bit sensitive, perhaps. He's not really good at listening. He's emotional, and Jamie's like a complete emotional void. Um, Benny reckons that Jamie leads by intimidation. There's a lot of intimidation chat in the use of this word. I don't really, I, you know, not the, the hugest Jamie fan, in fact, He's partly why this season has struggled, but I don't know. Is intimidation the right way? I, I don't know. To I be mean, fair, he is very intimidated by the anchor chain. Ergo, Jamie making him use the anchor chain. Fleck, what is it called? Flesh, flesh the anchor. Flaking, thank <laughs> Flake you. the anchor. Yeah. Intimidating. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's not Jamie being intimidating necessarily. That's the anchor chain it's, being intimidating. Yeah, that's yeah, true. true. I don't know. I think there's probably, you know, there's um, there's this philosophy, of course, that all things are true if you feel it to be true, you know. So Benny is intimidated by Jamie. Jamie doesn't take a very Benny-type approach in terms of he doesn't consider his communication with Benny. But there's so much gone on between these two now that everything, you know, Benny's automatically defensive, Jamie's defensive. It's just, you know, there's no... 
there can be no good result here, I don't think. It just reminds me of like parenting a bit. What what because I feel like once you say this thing is intimidation, it's very hard to disprove it. Like and you know when you're when your kid just starts to tell you something which you know not to be true, but like the process of defending yourself against it seems like it feed, feeds into it or something. Like, like when they say, oh, that, you know, that's that's my personal bugbear is like, I feel like it's, it, this is going to sound like we sound like a thousand years old. But school these days, you're told that, that stress is a bad thing. Oh my God. Are your kids telling you they st- that you stress them yes. out? Yes. Yes, that was going to be my right. thing. What the fuck is up with I that? I think that at school now, you're basically told, like in health or something, hey, try and avoid stress. Stress is bad, which, yes, if it's avoidable, but it's also, you can't basically learn anything without it being a little bit stressful. And you're just being like, clean my room, clean your room. And they'll be like, oh, it's stressing me out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I can't possibly be stressed. I've been told, and I feel like that's Benny's philosophy. It's it like, is. You've been told to do things as intimidating me because <laughs> you're six two, and, and I will not be. I will military. not be disrespected. Yeah. I will not be intimidated. Oh, he is. He's my children. That is so wild that you said that <laughs> because I was going to say exactly the same thing when you brought up about kids. My son with his iPad, he'll be like. That's where I feel safe and comfortable. And I'm like, well, that's lovely. You need to get off. And then he'd be like, you're stressing me out. Ergo, I need to be on here now because you're stressing me out. So that's the only logical conclusion is that I calm myself. And I'm like, this is very, very hard to argue with. Yeah. And I do feel like it's some kind of, some something's happening. So if you're listening and you're like a you're you're a teacher, you've got any like experience with this, like please let get in touch. Cause it just feels like a thing that just doesn't start happening. It's really hard to parent around <laughs> when, when you're just being told that every kind of, basically everything a kid has to do is more annoying than being on an iPad. Yeah. Mm. And if it is stressful, you're basically, you've really got nowhere to go. As, and as I'll tell you parent. what doesn't work, saying to them, well, you're stressing me out. That no, doesn't work. If you no, I've tried it. Right. <laughs> tried all the terrible <laughs> responses. I swore to myself I would never threaten my children that they could like they'd have to go live in an orphanage or go you know or like just. But I do it. Vivian constantly just says like she's got this real high strung like this is my youngest daughter's like, well I guess I should just go and live in an orphanage then. Just like does this whole embroidered bit and just stands there threatening to leave leave the house. When whenever we ask her to do anything, like that's her version of stress is like threatening to <laughs> go and do a self check into an orphanage. <laughs> and that's actually leading by intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> my mum used to say when I when we were little that she she wouldn't mind going to prison because she'd get a telly she'd get to watch the telly she could have a lovely sleep left white three books yeah, sounds no, mean no one no one would bother her and I as a child was so hurt by that by the idea that my mother would rather be in prison than parent us now I'm here and I'm like you're going to the orphanage if you don't if, you know if you <laughs> if Muhammad's family is so cool you can go live with them and then just like you know all all the threats all the threats. <laughs> Can I just say for those listening but not watching at home, Jane wearing a captain's hat while she says, well, this is really amplifying up how funny it is. My latest one I tried was like, oh, well, you don't listen to me, so I don't need to parent here anymore, and you can do whatever you want, which always throws them a bit. They don't know what to do, but... They end up just doing I know, what I know, they I know, want. I know, I know. Oh, cool. She's cracked it. I'm just going to be on iPad until 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, this is great. You okay. guys should have a parenting podcast. Look, hey, it's, on a it's a great idea. It's great idea. Introducing Panasonic's new era of refrigeration, Prime Plus. 
Enjoy top-of-the-line finishes and flexibility, perfect for busy families. Experience flexi temperature control, rapid freezing, sealing and freshness with Prime Freeze, bacteria inhibition, deodorization and pesticide reduction. Thanks to Panasonic's exclusive Nano X technology. Panasonic, make every day more brilliant. At Z, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. New from the spin-off's business editor Chris Schultz, together with Kiwi Bank, comes Stock Take, a weekly newsletter about the people behind the businesses driving Aotearoa, along with stories about how forces affecting the economy will impact the lives of New Zealanders. Sign up to Stock Take now at thespinoff.co.nz forward slash newsletters. Hey, uh, Jamie, he's not great, but I can't help but feel like if Benny just did his job properly, there would be no issues. I think it's too late now. I oh. think I think, I think, think that at the beginning, that mm. is true. I think now anything Benny does, that say if Culver had done it or Bratini had done it, uh, they might get like a, a, a small dressing down, whereas mm. Benny would get the full visit to the captain. Yeah, I've but, had but it's like... It's cumulative. Yeah, and, and, and um, I, basically I agree with you. I, you, mm. you. You're dead right, and just, just show up and do your job. Like it's, it's wild for him to view it as intimidation, being asked to do literally anything on a boat. They've just, they've both got the ick with each other. Yeah. And it's impossible. Yeah. Once you get uh, yeah. the ick, you, you cannot un-ick. Yeah. What, Duncan? Or can you? Oh, you suggesting... Because well, there, there is an attempt to, like, uh, only in front come of the, to Jesus. Only in front of the captain. Oh, I don't know. Captain As someone is... who's seen the rest of the season, <laughs> oh. I'm going to make a prediction. Okay, so is that, <laughs> have you just absolutely spoiled the fact that we've left the episode <laughs> wondering whether or not Benny gets kicked off the boat? But to be fair... I'm a bad podcaster. <laughs> we know that there's no crew around, otherwise Ryan would have been gone well, ages Carly ago. Carly on the phone's got should... no one for Jace. Okay, and also... <laughs> Also, we know host energy in those names. We know that Jace is never getting rid of Benny because he he's just like willing to give this guy seventy thousand chances. Well, it's mm. also TV. Yeah, it's also TV, and more importantly, there's no crew around. I tell you what, are, is around tampons. This is actually wonderful genius of Magda, like almost redemption art for the whole season is this. I did think uh, perhaps she could be part of the spin-off show, The Provisioners, um, with that On sort of innovation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, I yeah. can't find any facts, no, but I'll tell you what I have got. It did a lot look of tampons. like. Um, I hope she doesn't just, get... It did look like. It did look like tampons. Tampons. Tampons on the table, really. It was, you know, bleed week. Yeah, yeah. They were still celebrating, celebrating it. Also, Two weeks do, you, later. do you definitely trust Magda not to remember that tampons need to be used for tampon reasons and just get through them all? Because <laughs> I don't. I can imagine a sticky situation. <laughs> You, you have no idea, Duncan. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, That's very true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I actually think of all the things that probably provisioners can find, fake snow is probably up there. You know, mm. go to your look shop, go to your Cotton local party balls. store. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Any pharmacy. 
Yeah, any pharmacy. And I feel like tampons is a very expensive way to do this. But good on her. They didn't have any on board and she sorted out some fake snow that didn't look anything like snow, but as you say, looked a lot like a torn apart tampon. Mm. Naisha uh, said, that is so smart. Yeah. Even <laughs> to me, you know, she was impressed. Tablescape extraordinaire. Mm. She was impressed with the uh, the tampon snow. What else? Oh, what did you make of these Scrabble board, Alex? Well, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked because I have the exact same one. That's a really, the deluxe really Scrabble. fancy Those guys one. Those go like now. The, the, the mahogany, mm. the swivel board, because you, you need a lazy Susan board and you need the ridges around each tile. Yeah, Otherwise, sure. the move. tiles go akimbo because I played with my dad many times over the weekend and we just had the flat board, uh-huh. no lazy Sus, and every time you turn it, Tiles, you know, all yeah, over the shop. Right. Um, so shout out to Talassa for great taste in boards. Great yeah. provisioning. Always comes back to the pod, doesn't it? It really does. I'm still stuck on the tampons. Sorry, can we just quickly go back? How many tampons would you need to create a f- long table full of fake snow, even if it is just running down the middle there? Couple, couple I boxes? Just, I just reckon that's, yeah, okay. Sorry. You think it's... I just think it's really expensive. The sizzle's not worth a sausage. I'd say that the juice, the juice is not worth the squeeze. It's, yeah, it's, it's, not a, it's not a day. It's a one. <laughs> but it's not the one. All sizzle, no sausage. That's great. That's, expre- that's a great expression, though, that one. Um, Cole, Cole was primary concern this entire trip. Well, this entire episode is, is purely, where's the Sandra outfit? Where yeah. is the Sandra outfit? <laughs> And the mullet. The, um, the CEO is, <laughs> is keen to get his entertaining on. He padded that suit out, didn't yeah. he? Well, I mean, we know that there's not a there's not a skerrick of fat on the on the boy. On the boy. He's uh, <laughs> he's constantly working out. Yeah, I like all the cutaways to Culver, like um, doing doing some very cramped quarters exercising. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I just suggest. That Culver get out the mic and the, uh, the little speaker so that Carlton, the guest who is a singer, uh, could have a, have a wee sing song. Culver in that moment was like, oh, okay, gutted mm. <laughs> yeah. because this is his fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did not want to be upstaged by the singing guest. Um, he employed Aisha as a, as a, uh, a Rudolph. Popped yeah. Some, popped, popped some reins on. And... Shades of... Sort of kink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite, quite a lot of shades yeah. of kink. <laughs> Christmas kink. Christmas kink. <laughs> Christmas little kinks. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a particularly Ryan heavy show, this one episode? No. Seems to do fine with the food. Yeah. Made biscuits and gravy. I thought request. the Christmas dinner was a bit lacking, if I were to say. if I Because to... I feel like when you want a Christmas dinner, you want scale and quantity, yes. not hmm. gorgeous little cubes. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then he had Jason in his ear saying we want, you Fancy. know. Fine yeah. dining. So yeah. Christmas delivered. is not the time for fine dining. Christmas is the time for just big slabs of meat, heaps of gravy, messy plate, piled high. Trifle. Trifle. Yum. Pav? No. Yes, please. Oh. I prefer a trifle. Well, you can have both. You both. We don't have it. We're, it's my mum's Scottish. Whoa. We have trifle two ways. One with sherry, one without. Wow. <laughs> two way trifle. Two ways, yeah. Come to mind for Christmas. You'll get trifle. You'll get um, toffee puddings. You'll get chocolate log. You'll oh. get. I think we should have a real pod Christmas tonight. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when did, when did Magda end up in the cabin with Aisha? Because I thought that, that started out with uh, Brit and Aisha in the cabin together. 
All right, that's just a tra- little train spot. Intrigue. Yeah. Hey, Brett and Culver, what's what's your current reckoning on the the will they won't they? are making a big commitment to each other with this van trip. You know, I it's Culver just saying it though. A bit like you remember the I night think Culver's. Culver's looking for Culver love. Culver doesn't want to do anything on camera. All right, okay. That's gotcha. <laughs> what I think. A but van, I think he's committed to the life. Okay. Together. Because <laughs> I did get the feeling that Brittini was quite like, I want to make this happen, I want to make this happen, and, and Culver's all like, oh, you silly thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's just he's a private kind of a guy. I think he is. Because, okay. you know, we know that he's not shy. He's not he's shy. He strips. He's, he gets his... Got it out. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like he's just like, I have a line with what I'm going to do on the show. Respect. Yeah. Respect that. And, he's, yeah. and also, you know, I feel like he's very close to his parents. He wants a, a lady who's just exactly the same as his mum. Mom, she's going to be watching, you know? Mm. Doesn't want mom to be jealous. <laughs> Is that Oracle? What? <laughs> Does that scan Oracle? I, I don't oh. want to talk about okay. it because oh, yeah. so it's, okay. it's the great storyline. Okay. Uh, the, great, the great romance storyline of the show. Okay, so we know what's going to happen. Okay, great. What? <laughs> well, it's the great romance storyline. Well, no. Clearly the, that... the will they won't. <laughs> the will they won't they. Okay, sure, Duncan. All right. What do you think? What do you think? Going what I gonna think happen? is that they're gonna they're gonna get together and Benny will still be here next week. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And that is a podcast. Is it? Yeah, I, I think, think so. That was actually better than I expected. By definition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Paulina is with Hans and Eric back home. What? Magda's best oh. friend, Paulina. Oh, oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, And then Paulina messaged her and said something, didn't she? You called her a crazy bitch or something, a psychopath. Yes. What best friend says that? Not I mine. feel like maybe in Poland it's a bit different. Mm, possibly. Um. But I tell you who's not in Poland, and that's Magda, and this is going to be driving her crazy, and I suspect... That we're going to get a good storyline out of this, are we, Duncan? Oh, yeah. Yes. Can't wait. All right, good. Apparently it gets really good from here on in. We've got five more episodes to go in this Flash charter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tia. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Duncan. And um, thank you very much to our friends at Bravo for making this television show get aye, to aye. our screens. And indeed. Oh. Thank you, Jane. Off with his head. No, 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 no. What's the plank? <laughs> From the Spin Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod. It was hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and most of the time, Duncan Grieve. Tiahe Butler made it all sound good, and Rachel LaRue got us out to the world. Start your day with the Bulletin, a newsletter from the spin-off summarising New Zealand's biggest breaking stories and highlighting the best reporting from around the country. Sign up for free today at thespinoff.co.nz slash newsletters. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.